0: Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. What a dynamic show we are going to have for you today because with me is a very prolific actor. What an icon he is. He's a veteran actor, comedian, dancer extraordinaire. You are going to love the show today because we are going to definitely have a lot of fun. I can't even begin to tell you how much. Not only is all of these things, what I've told you just in a nutshell, let's go into a little bit of a detail, because really that's where it's at. He goes, let's start way back. He goes back to having, oh, been a professional dancer in movies with Lucille Ball, to musicals uh, like Hello Dolly, um, The Music Man, and he has done some acting roles too, things that you may be a little bit more familiar with if you're kind of more modern, such as Bob Newhart, Family Ties, The Lou Grant Show, Airwolf, Mad TV, let's see, um, Evening at the Improv, uh, Family Ties, and there's even more things like uh, Norm, Norm Crosby's Comedy Shop. Let's see, what else can I tell you? There's so many things about my guest that I want to tell you, but there's even some animation that I want to share, but it's not going to come from me. It's going to come straight from him, but let's talk a little bit more about some current things that are happening, because I will tell you, not only going from all of those things over a long period of media and entertainment. There's some current things happening in his acting career. And they're going to be things that are going to keep you on the edge of your laughing seat. Yes, it is. In fact, if you're familiar with Jerry Seinfeld, boy, has he got something that's going on now. Letters from Annette, which is going to be coming out here shortly, and even another one with that. And he's going to be telling you a little bit more in detail. But mm, this pro oh gosh this prolific actor and icon i'd like to bring him on the show now welcome oh my goodness welcome to the show sam Quasman. thank Hi. you for being- How
1: are <laughs> am i allowed to speak hello
0: yes 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 <laughs> there's just so much to share about you i can't even begin to go into all the details, but I'm so glad you're here. And I am just happy to share with just the little bit of information that I have already done with the audience so far. So,
1: yes. Well, thank you, I'm blushing already. And uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be on your show and I, I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, I'm currently working on a play called Letters from a Nut, a new one. Uh, that uh, we'll be doing May 10th, 11th, and 12th in Irvine at the Improv with uh, Patrick Warburton and Maggie Egan Cummings, and uh, that will be out, produced by Jerry Seinfeld, and uh, we'll be doing that as a play first, and then eventually we'll film it. And uh, the other one, Letters from a Nut, we did at the Geffen Theater last year, and we filmed it, and it'll be out April 9th, Produced by Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, it'll be out April 9th on Amazon Prime and all over the world. It'll be streaming all over the world on the internet. So uh, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, it's a very funny play.
0: Tell, tell the audience a little bit about Letters from Annette because um, I don't know, but some people might think, uh, what, what are they talking about, Letters from Annette? Or, you know, what is sure. the whole. Nut job kind of
1: thing. Well, it's based on the books Letters from a Nut, uh, written by Ted L. Nancy. And the actual author, Barry Martyr, Ted L. Nancy, is Ted L. Nancy on stage in the first one uh, that'll be out April 9th. And it's these crazy letters that they write to corporations. And the corporations don't know if they're crazy, these people, or the company's testing them. And so they'll write a letter uh, to like, uh, 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 let's say to um, uh, the city of uh, Glendale and they ask for a permit for a a brand new comedy club called Jesticles and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what this guy's kidding or not and they write back and go well we've never we don't have an address and we don't know what you're talking about and uh, please send us more information and then they go back and forth with 10-12 letters it's hilarious. You know, uh, or they'll do something like there used to be a chicken place called Kukuru Chicken out here in L.A. And he he uh, sees a an open um, uh, rental place, uh, you know, office next to uh, Kukuru. He says, I want to open up my new uh, store. It's called I am a walrus. So it'll read I am a walrus, (laughs) Kukuru, you know, and they write back. Who are you? You know,
0: (laughs) oh, this is fantastic. I love it.
1: Yes, it's very funny very funny. And, the, and like I said, there's like three, four, five, six books based on these crazy letters uh, about, uh, you know, going to these corporations. And so I'm, I'm lucky to be in it. And I, I got to thank Barry for that and Jerry and all that. And uh, it's great to be in that. And the, the new one we're working on now with Patrick Warburton from Seinfeld. He played Putty. That was Julia Louis-Dreyfus's uh, boyfriend on that. And he's the lead in that one. And uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. That is going to be a lot of fun. And with
0: the one that the letters from the nut that's hitting on Amazon Prime, for those who don't know, Amazon Private Prime is really taking off. And there is a lot of very famous and influential actors and actresses that are doing a lot now in film that
1: are hitting Amazon Prime. You're one that's of them. Good. Oh yeah, well I, I, I have a lot of faith in this one. It also, it stars Barry Martyr and, and Beth Kennedy who does a, 20 different characters in this. She's phenomenal in it, and then, then me, and then I'm in it. That's and it's, right. it's funny, it's a very funny play. And I'm glad they filmed it as a play. So we'll see what happens with it. And I'm working on that and I'm also working on Tom and Jerry cartoons.
0: Talk to me about this because I did not want to do the lead in for you on this. Okay. This was your, this is yours in the animation department. <laughs> yes, tell me a little bit about Tom and Jerry.
1: Well, Tom and Jerry's in their sixth, sixth season and they they play all over the world. And, um, and uh, I play a little baby duck called Little Quacker and he sounds like this. Oh, you're my mama. I got my mama. Oh boy. He's a little innocent duck. (laughs) And I I got the job because I once did the voice of Donald Duck at Disney and the animation supervisor for the, for the Fox and the Hound. I walked into the animation department way long time ago and, and did Donald Duck for them. And then 25 years later, Daryl Van Sitters calls me up and goes, Hey, you still do a good duck? And I go, yeah, who are you? He goes, well, I worked at Disney when you did Donald Duck and and I want you to do this little character. And uh, of course, I had a still audition with everybody else and uh, they went through 3,000 voice actors and I got the job. So I was very happy with that. So, this uh, is exciting. That's so much fun. Yeah. And he's he's a cute little duck. It's, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh boy. Oh. You know, he's always oh. sad. You know, he's always, you know, Oh, I Nobody understands him, but, you know, <laughs> it's fun to do. So when you're in character in
0: animation, does that
1: take a lot of work vocally to do? And, he's a very tough, artificial voice. Okay, He's not, he's not uh, something you would do at your throat. And, um, okay. yeah, you do it out of the out of here my little secret now everybody will do Donald Duck a little quiet. No,
0: no 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 because yeah. I don't I yeah. mean I think even those of us who want to try really hard they I don't think they can get
1: <laughs> well it's it's um it's, it's very difficult to be able to speak I did robot chicken uh with Mickey and Donald at a bar picking up chicks and everybody knows about <laughs> robot chicken Seth Green and it's very funny it's 30 seconds long it's hilarious and um and I really love doing that uh, but I started as a dancer way many years ago, I was, my first job, I was an artist, a flipping artist. you know. I wanted to be a song and dance man, and, and I learned to dance and sing and act in musicals. And uh, my first job was Disney on Parade, which was choreographed by Anna White, who had just won the Academy Award two years earlier for Oliver. She also choreographed Music Man, Bye Bye Birdie. And you know, you're 19 years old, and here's this icon, you know, this legend. And they don't give out Oscars to choreographers. There were only two that ever got one. That was Jerome Robbins for West Side Story and Anna White for Oliver. So here I am dancing for probably the biggest choreographer mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, we're in rehearsal and I wind up, they need, it's Disney on Parade, which you see today is Disney on Ice. Right, Instead right. We ran. <laughs> we called ourselves Oliver the <laughs> You
0: lied
1: back then, you had to run. We Yes, and, uh, and I was the lead alligator in Fantasia. And there was another guy in a company named Patrick Swayze. And he, it was our first dance company together. And he was quite a guy. He was Prince Charming. And I was the lead alligator. And I go, Jim, I wonder how you got that job. <laughs> you know, but he was a good looking guy and a sweet guy. Oh, gosh, I mean, what an amazing opportunity that was. Yeah, it really was. And I became the voice of Donald Duck for the show. And I did it live 10 to 14 shows a week. And I perfected the voice, and I did what's my line, and I did radio shows to promote that show. But the original voice was Ducky Nash, Clarence Ducky Nash, and he was the duck. And you know, he couldn't. I mean, I'm on the road with this show. I don't think Clarence, at that time, who was about 70, would have wanted to do that. But he really is the voice of Donald Duck, the official voice, as far as I'm concerned. And then um, um, here I am doing Little Quacker, you know, 25 years after that, and and it's been a real pleasure to do. I hear they're going to do a major motion picture of Tony, Tom and Jerry. I did so not know that. Well, I don't know if I'll be in it, but...
0: but. I was just going to say, yeah. so... <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, boy! <laughs> yes!
1: Yeah. You,
0: you absolutely are a must for that.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, Letters from a Minute was good, and I, I went up dancing, and... Uh, in movies like Mame and Lucy would tell me stories.
0: I was just going there because there is no way I could get away from not talking about Lucille Ball and if your experiences with her because she is another legendary woman in the entertainment. Oh God, she was
1: very serious woman. She was very serious, but uh, you could talk to her when I have pictures with her and uh i would ask her you know i was was a kid you know i was 23 and i i say to her you know uh i I like the three stooges and she goes oh the three stooges bad props they almost killed me and then she'd tell me a story about how she worked on the three stooges movie one of the one of the episodes and that yeah she was powdering her face with this very fine powder in front of a fan and larry fine turns on the the fan and the powder goes in her face and she goes, <gasps> and breathes in the powder, and the, it goes in her eyes, up her nostrils, in her mouth, in her throat, and she can't breathe. And oh, she no. told me she was in the hospital for three days, and every time she blinked, it was like sandpaper. She thought no. she was going to die. The, all these stories she told me, uh, there was one story I love uh, that she says, and I, if I hadn't heard it from her, I would never have repeated it. Oh, uh, no, oh, no. Uh, you won't believe this. She had a filling in her tooth, and this is World War II. And she's driving okay. MGM studios. Have you heard this? No, no. He has this filling, and they don't use the regular filling, they use some other substance. And on the way to MGM, she hears German in her in her tooth. No. And, and and the it gets louder and louder as she gets to MGM. So she calls the FBI and says, I swear to God, I'm hearing German Nazis in my in my tooth. <laughs> oh, no. So they drove around. And drove around and they found a nest of Nazi spies spying on MGM studios. That's her story. I swear to Is this to for not. real? That's for real. She told it to me. If she hadn't told it to me, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have believed it. But uh, she was so serious about it. And she said, I, I found these guys with my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great. And I believed her. Well, what was not to believe, you know? Sure. Sure. What's I right mean, from her? well, I mean, you who knows what people
0: would do to get, I mean, I bet in you have seen, all right, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a little something about myself in a minute, come to all this, but I bet you've seen a lot of people try to make it in the movie business. I myself have done a little thing and something that not too many people know about me. I, at one time, did try to, I auditioned for a Lucille Ball part at one time. Oh, wow. Way back in the 90s. Fantastic. Didn't make it, but it was quite an experience, and I did learn a lot, and I did see something that I never thought I would see. I did not expect this whatsoever by going to this audition, but I never realized how many people, women, across America actually have a resemblance to her, and I mean very, very pronounced resemblance, you know?
1: wow. (laughs) Oh
0: <laughs> Do it. I mean, and it was kind of a cattle call audition. I mean, there was just lines and lines of people there. It was amazing, but that's an interesting story. And I'm sure that you have seen your share of people trying to infiltrate and getting yeah. into the movie business or getting secrets somehow. I'm yeah, sure there's
1: no, there's no formula. It's just, I don't know. Sometimes it's you're at the right place at the right time or you just, I don't know, I call it getting a little lucky. There has to be a door that opens, or a window, or something that opens. It's difficult, it's a difficult, you know. And there are some people who just walk in and have, you know, very little talent, don't do much, and they're on a series for 10 years. Sure, sure. So let
0: me ask you, I mean, out of all of the things Mm -hmm. that you've done in your career, in, in the entertainment, from dancing, to acting, to quacking,
1: to <laughs>
0: <laughs> to all of the things that you've done. Have you taken a liking to anything really specific?
1: Well, I think it's the love of performance. Mm-hmm. You know, I, just, I just love to perform. And I don't care if it's a play, a musical. I do stand-up comedy. I work at the Laugh Factory in Vegas. I do that at the uh, Tropicana. I just got Ooh. back about a couple of weeks ago, I did stand up there. So it's all about the love of performance, the love of theater, that's, that's my passion. Yes. And I worked so hard to be in it and I was willing to do just about everything. I mean, I played a ventriloquist on Bob Newhart, go figure.
0: Okay, <laughs> you know? and so you have to share with the audience your, okay, so the ratings from the Bob New, Newhart
1: show Oh, yeah. If you
0: were astronomical when you were there. You, ha- you cannot let this
1: go. Well, it, it was weird. I only did one episode, and I was going to be a semi-regular on the series, but Bob quit that year. Of course, you know, like I said, you need a little luck. And uh, But the episode I did, I played a ventriloquist who he believed his dummy was real, and it was time to let him go out as a star. He's a big star, and he should go out on his own, the dummy. And uh, Bob has to put me in therapy or something like, you know, he needs to talk to me. And uh, it's a very funny episode. You can see it on my website. And, uh, and years later, the wall street journal rated all the top 10, you know, uh, episodes of every season. And it got to my season. I was number two for my performance with Bob, obviously Bob's an excellent actor. Uh, You, I met his energy, you know, I, you know, as an actor, you want to, you know, be on the par with him. And yeah, just his timing is impeccable. He's just got it down and he's wonderful to work with. And uh, just a really nice guy. He is really what you see on televisions, what, he's, what, she, what he is in real life. I mean, he was just so nice, just a sweet guy. And, um, and uh, everybody on the show is great. I remember Susie, Susan, Suzanne Plachette. Uh, we were talking about something backstage and I said to her, you know, good luck. And she said, oh yeah, and she gave me a kiss. And uh, I said to her, "You know, I have a bo- I have a girlfriend." And she goes, "Oh, well, I have a husband. Don't worry <laughs> about it. So what? I have a husband. You know." <laughs> she was beautiful, just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I'm Peter sure that- Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: You know, I'm sure that you have seen some of the most amazing things and had some of the most memorable experiences that people would just give anything to have.
1: I guess. I mean, I just. You know, I just got a little lucky here and there. And uh, the guy who wrote my episode of Bob Newhart was an executive producer on Family Ties. And I ran into him at Paramount Studios when I was working on another show. And he asked me to come over and you got to meet everybody. And he wanted to put me in Family Ties. And that's how I got that. Mm -hmm. And, And Michael Fox was phenomenal. He just really a down to earth guy, no ego. It was all about the work. And I got to work with Meredith Baxter, Bernie, and Michael yeah. Gross. Those guys were great act, just fantastic, you know, mm-hmm. and she's gorgeous in, in person. Oh, my God. And she was so sweet. She was just so nice. So uh, that was a wonderful episode, too. I had a great time with that.
0: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Love yeah. I love it. I love it. It just seems like the opportunities that you have had have brought about such I I mean, it has brought out such an awesomeness for you, but you've had wholesome people. The wholesomeness has been incredible and it hasn't been, you know, pretentious in a lot of ways. It's just, I'm sure that there's a lot of things that you have seen, but just, just the shows that you have been on and that the people that you've met have been really, they sound so genuine and it's been, that's really refreshing to hear, especially when you're in the scene
1: yeah um I, I agree i mean uh the the really good guys, the really successful people like well, the ones I know ed asner I've known for forty years, and uh I told him one day uh i was I'd finished a show and he and he said to me uh i said to him, uh, you know, I always do comedy, comedy, I never get to do anything dramatic. He goes, <laughs> well, you want to play a jerk <laughs> you know on Luke grant, I go, okay. <laughs> So he made, me, he made me go on as a jerk. I was a jerk pharmacist who gave half the pills and charged twice the price on a Lou Grant episode. And he brought me in. He said, okay, here, you know, comedy's hard. You know, drama's easy. Go. <laughs> mm. You know,
0: that's a good point, though. Comedy is kind of difficult to do.
1: Yeah, it's a little dip- more difficult. I wouldn't say drama's easy, but it's, it's, it's a different uh, uh, feeling. Definitely yeah,
0: the, and the delivery, right? Oh, the delivery yeah, yeah, really needs to be the the tone, the infl, in inflection, intonation. Everything has to be really delivered in a specific manner to get it out the way you want it to, to, to get out to the audience.
1: Right, what you want them to feel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and comedy is uh, just a different kind of timing. And uh, they're very close, you know. But uh, I wouldn't say it's easy, but he was kidding around. you know, he only won seven Emmys, you know. Only. So, <laughs> only. Yeah.
0: Uh, he's only won seven Emmys. I mean, oh, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would, every time he'd win an Emmy, I'd write to him and say, what, there are no other actors? What's wrong? What is this? What is, what's oh, wrong with you? It. And he goes, yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, Sam. This is fantastic. Um, I am really excited about what you have getting ready to come out both here in April and May, back to back months worth of uh, just blasts from letters uh, from a nut, yeah, letters from a nut, yeah, Letters from a nut back to back, Amazon Prime, and then here um, at the improv, it right improv,
1: yeah, improv in Irvine at Irvine, and uh, that'll be a uh, new Letters From a Nut with Patrick Warburton and Maggie Coven Cummings, and uh, the Amazon Prime will be Letters From a Nut with Ted L. Nancy himself, Barry Martyr, and uh. And Beth Kennedy, who does a million characters, and she's brilliant, just brilliant. And and me, I'm in it. So there's three of us. And And it's very funny.
0: This is, I mean, and this is what we're talking about today is you. So I am really, I'm really excited to share that with our audience today that you have this coming out and that they need to be looking for you. Oh,
1: thank you very much, oh, boy.
0: <laughs> and thank you so much for being with us today. I'd like you to also share with the audience how that they can connect, how they can connect with you, oh, find sure. out more
1: information, all of those things. Sure, sure. I'm at uh, www.samk3000.com. S a m k a y three zero 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 Samk3000.com. I love it. Okay, you can look at all my videos and television shows. It's great. And what a pleasure to talk to you. You're wonderful.
0: Oh, thank you. And I feel the same. Oh. And for all of you, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. We ask that you share this with your friends, your family, coworkers, and everybody else on social media. You're definitely wanting to, I'm going to put it in the ballpark for you. You're wanting to see what's getting ready to come out in April and in May. Got to check it out. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.